Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torin. With me is my co-hosts, Peyton and Will. How's it going? It was good. I, I caught Pedro Pascal. Oh, oh really? Where I was arrested. He? Yeah, I was oh, arrested. Oh, damn. It's, well, it's okay. Um, so I I caught him, and we had a talk, and he, you know, he's such a nice person. He said, you know, you really need to think about your actions. I said, Okay. He drove me down to the police station, and I was arrested. But I'm out of jail. I got out today. Good, just in time. You should have asked him for the um, for uh, some leaks on Mando season three. I mean, I thought you were going to say like leaks from his like camera roll. I wouldn't mind those either. That too. Yeah, I would. I want to see what he's from San Antonio. He was what? born in Chile, I think, and then yeah, he grew up a bit in San Antonio. Yeah. I really want to know if my mom uh, went to school with him because she went to school with everybody, bro. She went to school. With Sh- uh, well, she didn't go to school, but she talked a little bit with Shaq before he got famous. So it's crazy. How old is Pedro Pascal? Like, isn't he like forty-five? He's forty-seven. Oh damn! Well, well, let definitely me just... didn't go to school with my dad. Damn, you hate let to me, see it. Let me use the uh, time stone to uh reverse his age <laughs> just a tiny bit hey i no. before we go forward i wanted to say um to let your about, list sucked from last week okay i wanted to clarify some of my my spots um <clears throat> mainly satorin what's up i think you had the impression that i hate shadow the hedgehog as a game i i actually think it it's a really good game i i'm like in the minority of people i like think it's a lot of fun but also, the Shadow soundtrack is like honestly probably better than the Sonic 06 soundtrack. I think I put that on my list, and um, I because sh- I, I re-listened to it, um, and it's just it slaps so hard. So I, it would probably be in my top with Sonic Adventure two. And then the second thing I want to say is, um, y'all were talking about favorite composers. I think, and I know he's not in the same league as John Williams, but he's very. I think I think Michael Giacchino is my favorite composer because, like Ratatouille, Incredibles, and The Batman are all three some of the best scores like ever put to film, ever. Like, um, and they're all so different. Um, and like, I could not imagine Incredibles without the score it has. Same with Ratatouille, same with the Batman. And, you know, um, and I know John Williams is, like, amazing. And every movie he does fits. But he definitely has, like, a style. And Michael Giacchino does, too. It's just, I feel like there's a slightly more variety there. Um, But I just really like him. I think he's, him and Danny Elfman are, like, the goats right now. And last thing. Revenge of the Sith soundtrack, like, Pad, like, the birth of the twins in Padme's funeral, I think is what it's called, or is that what it's called, or Padme's ruminations? Could tell that's you. Probably, that's probably the best track in, in my opinion, that's like the best track in Star Wars, like ever. But that's it. That's all I want to say. Bold and wrong. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a, you know, I'm actually glad you said that. You know, it's very, it's very different. 
Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, usually everyone says like, oh, you know, my favorite soundtrack is Duel of the Fates or Anakin's Betrayal, uh, something from like, you know, the original trilogy. But that's like, yeah, that's very different. It's a song that plays right, obviously, when the twins are obviously born, the Kinley are born, but in going like it plays as Vader's transforming and waking up. Yeah. That song that his nose is a part of. And I know that's memed. I still actually think it's a pretty. I actually get emotional during that scene. You can laugh at me. I I think that that scene is pretty powerful, even with the no. Um, but yeah, that's that song, really good. Guardians of the Galaxy, as far as soundtracks go, I wouldn't really like listen to them like that. Sad. Not sad. Sad and depressing. Like, like, like the there's, only movie, like, there's only like two. Like I mean, well, like I shouldn't have ever, I only listen to like, you know. Yeah, the, the the soundtrack that goes with the movie, not like the score. I don't listen to the score of Gardens. I'm, I'm, I want to listen to Awesome Mix Number One. See, I don't know. I I think for Guardians One, like that makes sense. And y'all talked about this. I think, but Guardians Two, like the scene where Yondu dies, the music there, and like also. I'm going to say, I know no one talks about this, but Chris Pratt's performance there is also really heartbreaking. Like, the no he lets out, like, everything. And the music being, like, it's so, like, it's bittersweet. Like, it's sad, but it's also, like, like, oh, like, there's finality to Yondu's arc. It's intentional. It's, like, it's so, it's, I don't know. It's maybe not the best, but I think in terms of, like, MCU soundtracks, um, scores, that's up there for me. He was Mary Poppins, y'all. He was. I feel so bad for Chris Pratt. Me too. Anything he does is just gonna be <laughs> just gonna be yeah, judged for no reason. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "Oh, thank God he's out of Star Lord," and after the third movie comes out, or hopefully, oh man, I don't know. I know it's just gonna be so toxic when that movie comes out. Anytime a movie comes out. Toxicity is just through the roof. I just need to get off the internet. Yeah, hey, I was telling Torn they've already one eighty'd on uh, <laughs> Wakanda Forever. I know, I know. I saw on Twitter, it's like, oh, this scene looks so bad, and it's the fight with um, Okoye, um, Okoye with the, and yeah. the and that big guy. And it's like, what are you talking about? That shit slaps. That looks so good. It's my favorite fight of the movie, but you know what? Yeah, it's it's bad. I guess. I love the. F- I love the fight with Shuri and Namor at the end, how physical that is, like how like nasty it is. I don't know. It's so yeah. good. I think the choreography in that movie is just solid all around. Um, Better than the first one, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, we have a great show for everyone this week. We're going to be talking about the new DCU slate. Very, very exciting or not, depending on if you're a Snyder fan. <laughs> No, uh, but, uh, we also got the news of the week. Not too much news, luckily, so we can, you know, get into it quick. But uh, anyone watch anything this week? Because I, you know, hell no, nah. I'm so I'm stuck in the slump again, dude. I don't know what's going on with me. You hate you're sucking shit. your slump. What? What? You're <laughs> sucking your slump. Me too, what is... brother. I'm I'm sucking your slump. Too. What the fuck? Come over here. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. No, dude. That shit. Oh, my God. He's crying. My Bro's face. crying. He made him cry. My face. Okay, but no. 
No, because, okay, so, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what's going on with me, man. I'm just, I think I need to get off YouTube is what it is. Because I'm just on YouTube watching Overwatch. And, you know, um, I was talking to, like, one of my mutuals on Instagram. And he was watching Casey uh, Gamey, which I've never seen. That's the Kevin Smith one. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, like, like let me know how it is. Because, like, I want to get out of the movie slump. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's really good. Like, but there's like one scene that's like ahead of its time. Like, you know, watch out for it. And I was like, okay, you know, like, uh, I'll watch it whenever I can. But, um, yeah, I I haven't really been watching anything, man. It's crazy. I need to. I need to. There was a scream. That's it. I got to make a comment on that phone buzz that was definitely picked up by my mic. I'm sorry. No, I didn't hear it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, I watched. What did I watch actually? I watched some, you know, my usual videos. Um, YouTube, other websites. I don't need to get into the name of those websites. Um, uh, dude, I'm actually. I really don't watch much. I just don't watch much. Um. Oh, Harley Quinn. I tried watching Harley Quinn season three, and I was a huge fan of season one and two. The season's not really hitting for me yet. I mean, granted, I'm only two episodes in. It's just not as funny as I remembered it being. Um, also, I've been watching the Looney Tunes show sitcom that was like on Nar- oh, Cartoon Network. so underrated. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. It's like, except for like the songs in the middle of the episodes, which can be kind of cringy sometimes. Some of them are actually really funny, though. Like the grilled cheese one with Elmer and like the first episode of pilot mm. is really funny, but like, and the 3d animated roadrunner scenes are really rough, but the rest of it is just gold. It's so good. I fuck is watching Looney Tunes. That's crazy. Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes is, is good. Like, fuck you. It is, it is not. It is goaded as hell. No, it's not. Dude. I, I just got a Marvin the Martian, uh plush vintage from 1995. It came in the mail today. Marvin the Martian. Yeah, he's my main in multiverses. Also, uh, that that game got deleted. That game is fun. The game got the the game dead. As you can see, I just I'm just hating right now. Like this is just like it's not me talking. It's the hater in me. I haven't seen like Looting Tunes in a long time though. It's been like it's been a while. I used to have like a really big like Taz plus toy, and it got lost. I'm sad. Wow, you hate to see it. I know. Rip my man. Rip Taz, man. I'd like the record to show that I disagree with Will on his Harley Quinn take. I thoroughly enjoyed season three, although he has only two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you can't. Come on, man. I think there's only yeah, just... a couple episodes that I was like, I thought it was just kind of okay, but it's a good track record, I guess. Anyway, um, uh, I watched uh, Doctor Strangelove. Literally just a few hours ago. <laughs> you like it? It was a lot better than I thought it would be. I mean, it's considered one of the best of all time. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, isn't it about bombs? Yes. Okay. Me in, bo- me in a factory, a bomb factory. They're bombs. bombs. <laughs> it's so funny. The timing and the delivery on that is so funny. No, nah, but Dr. Strangelove was sick pretty good it's i mean it's a classic i give up. it a four out of ten so oh, four out up. of ten damn no i'm just kidding better than the godfather though i'll say that oh. <laughs> the first one 
Yes. Because the third one's terrible. No, it's, yeah, it's better I than the first one. He, he doesn't... He, he's not a big fan of The Godfather. You just want to be a contrarian. No, no like, no, he really just doesn't, like, like it It wasn't much. as good as The Godfather Part 2. I've never seen any of them, so I'm just, like... Talking the first one is... It's really good. Eh. Um, kind of long, but I know that the second one is even longer, which like I kind of dread watching it. It's longer, because, but like, it's better paced. Didn't feel as long as the first one, in my opinion. That's fair. That's that's fair. Um, yeah, I saw The Godfather again, like recently, like in like theaters a couple months ago. I I think it's better on a rewatch for sure. I like the Hogfather, which is this Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god. <laughs> Mine was the Zootopia one. Have you guys seen that? Have you seen the Zootopia abortion comic? What? Yeah, so wait, sorry. There's an a Zootopia abortion comic where it's um Judy Hopps gets pregnant from Nick and Nick is like <laughs> Nick is like what? Nick is like Poor um Judy. please think about like keeping the baby. And and he's and she's like no I want to abort it and then he like leaves her or something it's really fucking crazy. Where do you find these things, man? What no. corner of the internet are you on, dude? I'm in the like, I am in that corner. No, not Judy Hopps, man. Judy Hopps is why do they draw her so like they knew what they're doing? <laughs> I mean, I'm not attracted to her. <laughs> Uh, Damn it, the way you just like, said that kind of says the <laughs> look dude i'm i'm horny for nick i'm not i'm not about judy nick is in arrested development nick is in hancock he's also what yeah oh that's wait well he's also in um twin peaks oh no ozark what the fuck yeah ozark Twin Peaks is a restaurant, not a show. I don't care how many people say it's a show. It's not. It's just a restaurant. It's just Hooters, but Colorado themed. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that that's how you twerk. Nick is also in Game Night, a movie that has yes. no business being as good as it is. Yeah, that movie was actually good. I, I remember. I remember, like, I just put it on in the background. I ended up actually really liking it. Just calling him Nick. Yeah, it's, I forgot his real fucking name. Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. News of the week. Um, we got some Star Wars news. Uh, Jedi Survivor, unfortunately, has been delayed to April 28th. Rest in peace. Oh, uh, That's good news to me. I mean, it sucks that I won't be able to play it sooner, but I'd rather it be finished. Yeah, April 28th, 2025. So. Yeah, April 28th, uh, 2050. I thought. No, you read that wrong. It's 2025. Imagine it was not 50 though. So. It was not actually 2025. No, it's it's still this year, so it's not that bad. <laughs> I think it's a it six week delay. I think it's a six. Literally. it's a six week delay, so it's not too bad. But man, I was kind of looking forward to to having just like March be like Star Wars month because it was just stacked with a bunch of Star Wars stuff. But um. Speaking of Star Wars stuff, Star Wars Visions Volume 2 starts streaming on May 4th. So, there's that as well. Yeah, Ardman is... I'm really excited for Ardman's uh, short. The, the people that did Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, and, really yeah, curious to see what that'll look like. Me too. Torin, what are your thoughts on that? 
For what? <laughs> Damn, bro was sleeping. No. Um, for provisions, oh, man, I, I, I don't know, man. I'll watch Visions later. I gotta watch the main <laughs> shit first. I still haven't seen the last couple episodes of it, which is like I'm more excited for this second season because like the anime stuff was cool, but like it's just a now the second season is a bunch of different anime studios from or anime studios animation studios from different countries with different animation style. I'm I'm really excited for it. I really like the um, the rock concert one. I think that was probably my favorite episode. I know that was my kind of least a- favorite. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I I thought it was just really cute and fun. Actually, I don't I think, think it was my least favorite. It might have been my second to least favorite. I liked and Joseph the, Gordon. I liked. I just thought Boba Fett was drawn so cutely in that. He had a bit of a moe look. We got a couple of DC news before we get into the you know the main course. Um, Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's Butler, <laughs> has been canceled. Yeah, not Alfred. He's just Batman's Butler. No. Yeah. You can't, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's canceled. It was whatever. After, I think three seasons. It was whatever. Never seen it. Probably never. Yeah. It, eh. Yeah. Eh. Oh well. Uh, also, uh, Rick Cosnett, Matt uh, Letcher, and Jessica Parker Kennedy will return for the final season of The Flash. Do you hear that, Torn? Yes, Matt Letcher. Let's go. JP is a full frontal scene. It's also part of the new news. Huh. Yeah, he's full front. He goes full front on his final fight. I, and he I says, don't think that's how that and works. And he says, he says, you are Barry. He says, your name is Barry Allen, and you are the fastest man alive. They're actually recreating the scene up. from Flashpoint where he's like, it's me, Barry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. But his dick time. is out. But his dick is out. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But yes, no, that, that, that scene from Flashpoint is insane. It's so memeable. So yeah, many yeah. memes. JPK back, so Torn's going to be happy. Matt Letcher, who is confirmed to be playing Eobard Thawne, but whether he's actually going to be full-on reverse Flash remains to be seen. And Rick Osnett, what's what's his character's name? Eddie? Jimmy? Yeah, Eddie, that's right. Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. yeah, Eddie. Jimmy Gordon? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's going to be exciting to see him back. You know, hopefully... Everyone in this overshadows Chilbane, the least popular character. <laughs> a character no one wants to see. Uh, please be good. I just, it's not going to be good. Who am I kidding? I just, I don't know, man. I just want it to end on a strong note, but it won't. Right. The Flash, more like the Shart. I can't disagree with you. Unfortunately. <laughs> That didn't even make any sense. No, it didn't, but it's but it's manages to be accurate, so I try. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is just more DC news. <laughs> um finally. But yeah, so the DC slate very exciting. But before we get into the you know, the meat of the DC slate, uh do want to say that James Gunn confirmed that anything outside of the mainline DCU Will I, I? My brain still wants to say DCEU. I'm not completely used to DCU, <laughs> but anything outside of the main DCU, like the Batman or Joker, will be labeled as DC Elseworlds. He also said that they're going to make it clear. I don't know whether that means in marketing or maybe there's going to be like a DC Elseworlds like tag at the beginning of these films. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool actually. But yeah, so these films, not only are they going to continue to make them. They're gonna they're gonna make sure that they're on they're in their own little pocket dimensions. 
Yeah, I, I, that's not really like a surprise to me. I, I kind of figured, you know, there's no they, think, there's no way they would cancel Matt Reeves' universe. <laughs> like, well, I just think it's crazy that there is speculation at all that it would be a part of the DCU. I remember people thinking, "Oh, Pattinson's gonna." I just never, I just never ever found that feasible because it's not what Matt wanted. Yeah, and James is like, "We're gonna, <clears throat> we're the big thing here is creative vision," and I, and you know, Matt just wanted to stay in the Batman playground. Yeah, so which makes sense. Yep. Um, speaking of the Batman, the Batman two is officially titled the Batman part two and will release October 3rd, 2025. You don't think that that's a working title? Nope. Oh, 2025 is going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. We get world's finest. He's getting a solo movie. Fucking insane. I cannot wait. October 3rd, 2025. That's going to be a painful wait, but it is what it is. Hey, at least we have Sonic three in 2024. Uh, Let's go. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Torn and I will watch it. Let's, yeah, we'll, no, I'll watch. We'll it. like get, we'll like ball gag you and tie you to your theater seat. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do that, but I'll I accept. Okay, I mean, we'll do it for free. <laughs> yeah. uh, James Gunn, I think it was James Gunn, also confirmed that. Thank Christ, Superman and Lois will continue for one or two more seasons. Uh, when asked about Gotham Knights, they had no comment. <laughs> I also, also, oh wait, no, they, y'all talked about this last last week that Titans and Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol were canceled, canceled. Finally, yeah. I mean, Doom Patrol should have been canceled. Sucks, but at least it has an ending. But like Titans, that that's like at this point, it's too late to call it a mercy killing. God damn, you know <laughs> that that shit was it already killed itself. <laughs> like. Yeah. Years ago. <laughs> Luckily, Peak is continuing for a little while longer. So, Yeah, I mean, I you know, the Renaissance. I, that was like the start of the Renaissance was Doom Patrol. Yeah. No one wants to talk about that, but uh, that was the first thing I saw him in in years in season one. And he nails Robot Man so perfectly. Just wish I could see his face more. It makes no sense, but I'd want to see his face more. <laughs> I want to see his cock, but you don't see me complaining, dude. You're right, you're right. But yeah, Superman and Lois, torn? Torn? Yes. Watch season two. Dude. I know. I, uh. <laughs> I was, I was, season two is not as good as season one, though. It's still good, though. It is. Yeah, it's so great. It, it's just, it is I, a departure of what I love so much about season one. <clears throat> From what I loved, yeah, not love. But yeah, so that's that's a a bit of the sort of Elseworld stuff. Now we're getting to the the juicy bits. Okay, so the first high or the first chapter, excuse me, of the new DCU. So they still they they're taking phases and calling them chapters uh, is titled Gods and Monsters. Very DC. Uh, <laughs> so man, okay, let's start off with probably the thing that's farthest along. Superman Legacy. That's the official title is Superman Legacy. So James Gunn's Superman film uh, is going to be the technical start of the DCU. James Gunn said some vague things about the the, the Shazam is in its own thing. And then the Flash is connected to the Shazam because it's the same universe. But then Shazam resets everything. And then Aquaman might be DCU, Flash but also everything. Blue Beetle. Flash. That's what I didn't. Isn't that what I said? No, you said Shazam resets everything. I said Shazam, just, but uh, whatever. You meant Flash. 
Flash resets everything. Then Aquaman happens and then Blue Beetle. The only one that he seemed to like maybe can like is in the official DCU is Blue Beetle, but that's still up in the air. He didn't he didn't really say anything concrete, so that's still kind of remains to be seen and he didn't say shit on Twitter about it. So he did actually, you know, he said what he did say, which is so confusing. And I know a lot of people are trying to like scramble with their scoopers to like kind of see what's going on right now, which scoopers be scooping. Right. But you know, that's not even over there, but like guns, um, someone was like, Oh, I thought that, you know, it isn't the DCU just a total reset. Like I thought the flash resets, everything James Gunn officially stated after that, he was like, Nope. Um, the DC, like some parts will stay and some parts will be different is what he said. So I don't know. Which would make sense for it. Good. I mean, because we do know for a fact that he's keeping characters like Amanda Waller and Weasel. Yeah. And, and, and well, it's interesting because <clears throat> I think though, I don't know. It was still very vague enough. You know, um, I personally just don't think we're going to get a clear answer till, those movies are out and exactly. the box office numbers are in. Yeah, because- but, yeah, it, it, they're not going to be like, yep, these are not going to go forward because then people would be like, well, what's the point? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, obviously it sucks that that's a mentality because uh, I think that these movies should just be able to be seen if they're not leading into anything, you know, um, and just enjoyed. But yeah, like most audiences are going to like, like they need to keep those sales up and interest up, especially after how many fucking PR saves they've had to do with these movies, even like even Shazam now, which is crazy. Um, just gun made a comment about Shazam um, on Zach's behalf, but like, you know, the, 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 the PR save for Amber and Aquaman two, or they're like, they're like mincing their words about how much of a part she has to play in the film. Um, and then also, obviously, Ezra and their shitstorm that they've caused yeah. um, for them. So, yeah. So there's so there's vague stuff there. But even in the little video that James Gunn put out, he was like, "But the true start of the DCU <laughs> was yeah. Super, was Superman Legacy." So that's the start of the DCU. And again, I think I think this was uh, rumored when it was first you know brought up uh, that he was working on a Superman film. It's not an origin story. Thank God. Uh, the film will follow a younger Clark Kent, supposedly around 25 years old, as he balances his crime fighting days while also working as a journalist at the Daily Planet. Uh, James Gunn is indeed writing the script, and it's it's not clear who's directing, but apparently Peter Safran hopes James Gunn will direct it. And more recently, it's been heavily rumored that he will direct it. So, oh. um Another and, origin story. It's not an origin story. <laughs> First thing you say after like 10 minutes. Another origin story. Dude, I know. You know what? I wish Brad Bird was directing it. I really do. But or maybe even Steven Spielberg would be awesome for Superman. But wait, hold I don't on. Did y'all vote on uh, James Gunn's trunks? Uh, trunks. Yes, trunks. trunks. Always trunks. Trunks, trunks, yeah. Dude, he trunks. looks naked without trunks. I don't know. I know <laughs> people think it's like the artists know it too. They shade, like they shade. It's just, it's so weird. There's nothing that breaks up the design there except for the belt. Um, it's so crazy how, how everyone thinks that trunks are like 
they, they'll suspend their disbelief for a guy in a red cape. But as soon as he puts trunks on or underwear over his pants, he's crossed the line. Even though he's already clad in blue spandex and red little booties. <laughs> like, chill out. It's fine. Red little booties. It's true. I mean, like, what? Like, like that's such an arbitrary line to draw. And, and for design stake, from a, like, a literal objective rule of design standpoint, it's better there. It keeps the design, the flow, makes it proper. The people who don't like it just think it looks silly, but like the cape doesn't look silly to them. Or just got so used to, because they grew up with like yeah. Henry's version, which had no yeah. trunks. So they think it, they just got used to it. Trunks are so much better. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, yeah absolutely. Trunks are better. Like, and I was going to say like, I'm always going to reference this suit because this is like literally like, like the best suit to me, like one, at least one of like Keenum Tom did it like really, really nice too. Keenum Tom like has, is, is really great when it comes to the trunks. Yeah. And, they, and they even did it in, back in fucking 1978, which is incredible. Well, dude, so. the, su- the Superman and Lois um, flashback scene with the car. Oh, now, yes. Yeah, the action it, comics the, number that's one. So yeah. good. That's the best yeah. Superman suit. That's the best scene. I know everyone on Twitter is so sick of it. They're like, this. I was literally on Twitter today, and people were like, this ruins Superman Twitter, or this this scene is like so overused, and it misrepresents action comics because in the actual comic, he's like beating up a car, and people around him are screaming because he's like his character moment is he's chasing bad guys. But like, dude, it's more in character for Superman not to be beating up a car. More in character for him now, at least to be kind, be whatever. And people are like, this lacks sophistication, this whatever. It literally makes him more sophisticated, especially because the world is so cynical. That's why I'm so excited for Gunn's take, because I know he understands the character. I see him retweet things that Grant Morrison has said, that Alan Moore has said about Superman. And, like, their takes are amazing. Grant Morrison, I mean, they're a genius uh, when it comes to understanding, like, Superman and Batman as characters. Um, and they're, they write the characters so well. Um, Alan Moore also, I mean, I, I just, I'm just focusing on one tweet where he like has both of them, their quotes. And I just think like, wow, like, you know, Gunn clearly cares. Um, and the, the part about the, the story that's like, oh, it's about Clark coming to terms, like balancing both of his, like his upbringing as, you know, his, his uh, as like a quote unquote human but also his alien heritage and what that's supposed to mean to him and his identity. I think that's awesome. And, 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 and we're, we need to get into more of the announcements before I can talk about um, like how that'll connect to other elements of the DCU that, that are announced in the slate, but mm-hmm. I'm just very excited for that. Absolutely. They're like, this is, this sort of description of what the movie is going to be is pretty much exactly what I wanted from a Superman movie. Um, you know, so we're pretty definitive on trunks. How, oh, how, yeah. how do we feel about Batman trunks? Except, you know what? Wait, Torin, you say your answer first. Sorry. Was for Batman. Yeah. Trunks, yeah, no trunks, trunks. Mm, depends. Yeah. See for uh, me, like with Superman, like I'm like trunks all the way, like, it looks sort of weird without trunks, in my opinion. But with Batman, I can go either way. I don't really like. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, it really just. Like, I would depends. like to. I would like to see trunks though, because I, me, have we ever seen trunks live action that wasn't we, in sixty six? I don't. 
I don't think we have, but you know, there are examples. I think, I think there's a, a way to do it. Okay. So, um, obviously you look at Arkham city, which is basically Jim Lee's Batman with the long ears from Arkham Asylum, a serious house and serious earth comic. Like it's just basically though, let's just, just call it Jim Lee's suit. That suit would look terrible with that trunks in my opinion. Um, I think he'd look naked. Um, but Arkham Knight, he doesn't have trunks. He has this weird, like, there is a breakage in the color. There's a darker gray where his trunks would normally be. And it's actually a more flexible material compared to his armor on the legs, which are more of a different material. They're, they're like, harder. Um, and they're a lighter color. And so the color breaks up there in a neat way that, like, suggests trunks. Um, it's not, like, explicit, because obviously that suit you know, what they were going for was something more like gritty, realistic, whatever, um, less camp and they achieved it, but they still suggested trunks. And I, and I think like, and I think the Batman does that as well, breaking up the crotch in a way to where the armor is, um, material wise and coloration wise. I think that's the way to go. But if you're, if you're going with a simplistic, like let's say guns design philosophy for Superman, is trunks. I think Batman should have trunks as well, or at least something that suggests it, but like it would have to be really over designed to look good or not over designed, but more complicated, more breakups in the design to not have trunks and look good. But if it's the simple gray, black or blue and gray, um, I think it should have trunks. Agreed. I agree as well. It should have a bulge too. All, they need to have bulges. Though, they need to have bulges. Although, saying. One costume I would really want to see um in for this Batman is Ben Affleck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I know how many people love I like the armored Ben Affleck look. I think that look is beautiful, but his Batman and I know everyone thinks it looks good in BVS. He looks naked because he has no trunks because the design is too simple and his neck is so fat and people think it's intimidating, <laughs> but it looks terrible. I just think it looks awful. Actually, I think I'd like that too more if it had trunks. Yeah, there you're. <laughs> I would like it much more. Yeah, I would like yeah. it way more. I know what it's trying to emulate. I know it's trying to be Dark Knight Returns Batman. Well, what I do like about it, because I don't like the suit either. I do like how it's the more, uh, how, do I even, how do I even, it's not really like, armor or like a yes suit like it's like it, it that I, i'd like that i'd wish i could see that on a better batman <laughs> i i don't even think that that batman is i mean you know and i get into this every time i i bvs is still top five superhero movies for me um, the, the the director's cut like i just i just think like Okay, I like the Nolan suit, but that's mainly for nostalgia. I think I think actually it's, it's ugly as hell. It's it's terrible, and and like so many Batman like heads, <laughs> bat heads, so many shit heads out there. <laughs> the Batman fans are like, oh, like this is definitive. Like, bro, looks like a bobblehead, and like it is. It's just... mo- it's mostly just the mouth hole for me. I think it's oh, yeah, it's very small. It's very small, and it's circular. Yeah, yeah like it just. Like it, I've seen, I've seen edits of literally it's the, just the same suit and they just made the, the mouth 
bit just more comic accurate and it looks infinitely better. <laughs> sure, it looks more intimidating too. Like, but he's not intimidating in that suit. I think Batman Begins is slightly more intimidating because he has that, like. Help. Oh yeah, no, the voice does not help at all. But the Panther Mask. That was really good. You're turning me on. Swear to me. Dude, the the like that like I know people like they liken it to like a Jaguar or a Panther, but the neck on Batman Begins. I think Batman Begins Batman Begins is my favorite Nolan Batman movie. Oh, uh, voice crack Batman movie. Batman um, was better. Yeah, much better. I fucking hate the Dark Knight Bat logo. It is it's so sick for trash. a battering. <clears throat> but outside of that, yeah. But for the for the logo and the not not only that, but it's the logo that I have to see more than any other ever. Like like ever, it still like persists in fan art and like all this stuff on Twitter. Like I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of seeing it marketed merchandise. And it, you, you can you can barely see it too. Like it's just blended. Like it, it's like. I, I want to see it pronounced on the I, like I know it's supposed to be like real and 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 grounded and gritty, but like we somehow got a more realistic, more grounded, more gritty Batman in the Batman, and the suit still managed to be more accurate and more comic booky. <laughs> but it was also like campier and more fun. I just think it's a better movie. It's that that is the live action Batman movie. That's the best one. It, that's it's the most comprehensive. It's 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 great. It doesn't shy away from its iconography like Nolan does. Like I think Nolan does still treat these characters as icons, but like it's more like oh, I'm gonna respect them as you know I re- as one would respect their legacy, not necessarily what makes these characters so amazing. He'll usually take it and like add his own twist to it. Which is good. I mean, it works for the movies. I'm not saying... Like, Dark Knight is not bad. I think it's overrated as hell. Um, yeah, Torn, but, Torn thinks it's the best superhero movie of all time. What? You think, oh, yeah, Dark, you think the Dark Knight is the best superhero movie of all time? Definitely not. You said you said oh, it's the best um, superhero movie of all time for Heath Ledger's performance alone. But. No. People need to let fucking go of that. <laughs> for real. People need to let go of that. Bro. <laughs> Will said, "I've had it." I'm done. <laughs> Bro woke up and chose violence against the dark. Dude, night. it's true. I I look. I I like. I I have a figure. Okay, it does mean a lot to me. It's more just nostalgia, though. Like 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 I hate going online. I hate that that's the gold standard for like. It's like it's just so many Batman fans. That is like their Raimi Spider Man. Like. Like, and it's just so annoying. Like, why is that the standard? At least the Raimi Spider-Man movies are like, I think they're better. I really do. I think Batman Begins is a masterpiece, though. I I, I really think Batman Begins is one of the best superhero movies, but not the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises is better than Dark Knight to me. Seriously. Yeah. I don't know about that one. (laughs) I I think I think Dark Knight Rises has a more interesting commentary about like you know i just i don't know i think it has if only bale's voice wasn't so comical by then oh yeah yeah i mean i I had a hard time yeah exactly i had a hard time taking it seriously and begins even but at least gotham was campy and like when catwoman disappears so that's how it feels (laughs) (laughs) yeah no yeah they put in they did put in the mcu humor there you guys see that meme uh, of uh, the Dark Knight 
and it's like Nintendo whenever they need money, <laughs> and it's and it's the Joker sliding down the pile of money. And he goes, oh yeah, where's the Italian? <laughs> Literally, it's so funny. It's true. It's true. Dude, where I love how we have only done one DC announcement. We went down this fucking rabbit hole. Did I say the uh, release date for Superman? You know, but it's it's uh, July, July 11th, 2020, yeah. 2025. Yeah. yeah. So I'm saying July freaking 2025 is going to be amazing. 2025 will slap. And by that time, we'll also have already had so many awesome releases like Indiana Jones 5. and 2025, that's... Uh... Are we getting Kang Dynasty in 2025? Yes. And we're in- <laughs> oh, I thought that, that that was a delayed. No? Oh, no, 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 no Secret, Secret Wars, Wars delayed. Secret yeah, Wars. Yeah. Dude, 2025 is actually way too close to have Kang Dynasty. Fuck off with that. Ugh. Yeah, I definitely think it should be in 2039. It should. Yeah. I would actually be fine with that. We got to move on. Okay. Let's <laughs> we got to go. move on. Next uh, film. Uh, is I think James Gunn sort of alluded that it's going to be directly tied to Superman. I don't know if he explicitly said that, but uh, the Authority. Now, this in, in James Gunn fashion, he's taken a very very obscure group <laughs> from from the comics and are going to try to make him uh, household names. But uh, the Authority is going to be the second film in the DCU. Um, it's a team of superheroes with less than idealistic with a less than idealistic approach to saving the world. Uh, They were first introduced under the Wildstorm imprint at DC Comics in 1999 by Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch. So, So, um, yeah. In in DC, um, Superman actually secretly assembles them as a team uh, because he starts losing his powers in the New 52. Um, Grant Morrison wrote a book called Superman and the Authority, and it's Superman is basically calling for help from... He he basically is at a point where he thinks that he needs a team with like less than orthodox methods of uh, fighting crime, and it's really interesting because of how it it's kind of like oh like I know the tagline was like oh does Superman break bad like is he finally breaking bad like I, I remember like it's sort of is that a Breaking Bad reference? No, Josh, <laughs> you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Okay. Fuck. He, he, um, it's interesting because it kind of, um, his ideology's challenged, um, and kind of like put to the test. It's really interesting. It's, and, and I think it, it, the, what I am, how I imagine it leading into the, um, how Superman leading into the authority, um, in the DCU would be like, you know, um, how sort of, I remember. I think. I think I read somewhere. It was like like Superman is in a world that doesn't necessarily appreciate Superman as much as it should. I know that's kind of the theme of like Man of Steel on BBS and stuff. But I I do which think though that, that injustice. Yeah, <laughs> which is like the. But I think I think that the that you know kind of um, testing Superman and his like resolve. Um, and maybe potentially leading him to enlist help um, like that, or maybe even confront them in a way, a la like Superman versus the elite would be interesting. I wonder if they would adapt it that way, but it probably shouldn't. The elite deserves its own thing, but I, I am so excited. 
Not so much. Like, like here's my thing. I'm sure that it will be exciting. It's like, oh, they're their own standalone team, and I'm excited to see more of them. I'm more so excited to see how this will sort of help people understand Superman as a character more and lo- and know that they can, uh, casual audiences, know that they can empathize with him on a level that they probably never thought that they could because their interpretations of Superman were cavils, which I, I just think was, I just think that the way Zach went about executing those makes it murky. Um, but it, I understand why Superman is, interpreted as just sort of a um a god and nothing else in those those things but you know i hopefully people are just more in to superman into the idea of superman he is the greatest he's the blueprint he's the greatest hero of all time like and 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 like also like you know why i like i like what happened again don't worry about it just keep going what 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 happened nothing just keep going Uh, oh two hours so, no, God, no. Not so yet. like, it's kind of like you know why I, why I think or why I like Zack Snyder. I also do feel like not not like I wouldn't say it's like him, but because of his interpretation of Superman, people like always say that oh my God, Superman is such a, is such a boring character, and I'm like, if you say he's a guy. boring character, um, you need to go like read more comics. You exactly. Need to, like, like I guess I was that person until I actually. Uh, you know, found a good Superman story. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, "Oh, was, he can actually be interesting." <laughs> that was me until like 2018. I, I remember, I, except for Smallville, I was like staunch Superman hater, and I didn't even know. Um, but like, Superman is probably one of the most compelling characters I've ever read. Like, he's, he's so interesting. Um, like, oh man, I don't know. People are just crazy. Like, like they just look at him. They think Boy Scout. They think Vanilla. They think you know Milk Toast. But like literally, I mean, Captain America is adapted off of, and in the MCU is adapted off of Reeves Superman. That's like being stated. Didn't um, like him. Either. Captain America hater until Civil War. <laughs> really, I I love Cap from the from the very beginning. But you know, like took me a bit. But I got there. My sister hates him just because, like, white. She just hates him. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, my sister's white. So, <laughs> okay. Anyways, she like she just when she doesn't like something, she just doesn't like it. She's just made up her mind. That's it. You know, there's no why. There's no. There's no thought. It's just like, oh, I just don't like Captain America. He's just ugly. He's just stupid. He's just boring. That's it. So. Hoping though, I don't know. I've been talking too long. We gotta keep. We gotta keep this going. Yeah, the authority excited for it. Uh, it sounds interesting. I like to think of it as what if the <laughs> uh, like they they they're just like willing to do what needs to be done. <laughs> you know. They're oh wow! Like, they're, you just described Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, the except galaxy. they're not villains. They're they're more antiheroes than anything. Okay, Suicide Squad aren't villains. I mean, they are. Well, before they're enlisted. Yeah, they're still villains. They're heroes now. Otherwise, they're also the authority. I mean, there's, there's no difference there. Anyway, the film's mistress. being written by a mystery writer. Ooh, who could it be? Uh, I thought you were going to say mistress. <laughs> yeah, that. Michael Waldron. <laughs> Michael Waldron's <laughs> writing. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope that uh, Soups writes it. 
Oh, I think true. He deserves a shot. I know, right? Oh my god, I haven't heard his name in so long. Is Damn, he like? Has he like exiled himself? Fuck, I hope so. No, <laughs> I mean he he recently he recently went viral for like a tweet or something. I didn't but see I mean, it. but we're soups. I don't know, man. I, I just like I mean, I know that like as soon as the movie starts, we're gonna see like a cameo from uh, um fucking Christopher Reeves, the Superman, brought him back from the dead. Apparently, according to some scoopers, they shot a mystery cameo for the Flash. A what? Mystery ca- a mystery, mystery cameo? cameo. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like new I, Superman, I, like at the reset. There's no way they cast him already. No, it's it's, it's possible. I was thinking it was like because I think some scoopers alluded to it, like the like this Ezra's version of the Flash can like go anywhere he wants. So like the way to get rid of him is that he just went to another universe. So it could be like I don't know. It could be it's a, it's a CGI Christopher Reeve. He runs he runs away the same way fucking Ezra ran away ran away from the police. Yes, <laughs> at the end of it all, I can't take the pressure. But yeah, so next film is the Brave and the no. Bold. Not even Boring Batman, the, the Brave and the Bold. It's just the Brave and the Bold. Uh, obviously, well, not obviously. I guess if you're. If you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, uh, it's a Batman film focusing on his relationship with Robin, who will be the fifth incarnation of the character Damian Wayne instead of Dick Grayson, Tim Drake and Jason or Jason Todd. This is going to be a new iteration of Batman entirely separate from Robert Pattinson and Ben Affleck's version. Uh, the film is said to be heavily inspired by Grant Morrison's comic run on the Cape Crusader, as well as Tom King's. Uh, and the Brave and the Bold will be the introduction to the Bat family in this new DCEU or DCU. Fuck. Finally, man. Jesus. I just want to see Red Hood. I, I, I know. Right? I want to see Red Hood and Nightwing. Oh, well, God. the question I, is, the question is, if we're already at Damian Wayne, do these other Robins already exist? Or are they just starting with Damian Wayne? I don't think they need. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, if look, I like they should exist. It stands to reason. Uh, yeah, I, I think it stands to reason that if Superman's on an origin story, I mean, even if it is a younger Superman, Brave and the Bold, could, he could be well on into his career because we haven't really. I mean, I guess we had BVS, but oh, sorry, I should also kinda... I should also say James Gunn did say that the Batman in this universe will be uh, uh, like a few years older than Superman, so relatively young, but not like really, really young. Because people yeah, were like, "How the fuck on. does he have like a twelve-year-old Damien already?" <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they. I I would be fine if they just nixed Night. I didn't know. I no one. I know that no one else would like this, but I'd be fine if they just nixed Nightwing. Have his first Robin be Jason. He dies, and then he gets Damien thrust into upon him by Talia after he's still processing the guilt of losing Jason. I'd be fine yeah. with that. Yeah, I was Here thinking that we skip we skip Dick because everyone sort of is already familiar with Dick. And so we just skipped like, straight to Nightwing, and then I don't know what the fuck would go on with Jason. Maybe he could just come after Damien. I don't know. Uh, and then, yeah, we just skipped straight to Damien. I do think it's interesting to go straight to Damien. Yeah. He, I mean, it's his kid. I feel like that's a down the road sort of thing, but I, I don't I trust the man. So I'm well, that, not going to. That's why I'm thinking. I mean, I mean, again, mine is my explanation's good. Okay. Eh. Okay. No, eh. it's good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it. the only thing that would suck is, like, we don't get a movie with Jason bef- as Robin. And then, like... I mean, if know. it's introducing the Bat family, we're going to get them regardless anyway. I imagine if, oh, yeah, it, if everything, you know, <laughs> is successful. Time jump. It'll be time jump. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, 
like something will happen. They reset time like Christopher Reeves did in the Superman movie, but they just go back too far. Yeah. Torn. You excited about this? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see like where it goes. Um, yeah, I, I do think it is like kind of like weird, um, to like introduce like, or yeah, just have Damien be like kind of like in a way, the first uh, Robin, um, but yeah, I actually, I actually like what, you know, what, what Will said, like, you know, have Jason die and like have Batman like processing that guilt. That's why like he gets, he gets Damien. Um, also, yeah, I, I don't know, just like whenever I like, whenever I heard that, it kind of also just reminds me of like how, you know, like where are they going to go with, um, Batman before? Like, does he, and of course he already establishes like his connection with the League of Assassins. Or something like that. I don't know how they're going to go about that, but I think that would be like really cool to see, considering you know, Damien is the son of Talia al Ghul. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm curious how much world building they're going to do within the Batman mythos in this first film. I just think that, like, I, I think it would be it's crucial to if they if it was my idea or like whatever, it would be crucial to give him Damien, but he still hasn't processed Jason yet. Mm-hmm. It was more thrust okay. upon him and not his choice because I feel like, I feel like it would be harder for him to be a parent because like he still feels that guilt, but it's thrust upon him. No one else will take care of him, and Batman feels the responsibility to control that force. And then also, it gives us a better explanation. Of like Jason would think, "Oh, Batman replaced me," but Batman had no choice. Batman had to basically redirect the um, power and energy of this like little baby assassin that was just thrown into you know thrown into his world he has he has to deal with it yeah, yeah. hopefully they do the best thing uh for jason and you know put him in the lazarus pit yeah no shut the, fuck up. <laughs> oh. shut the fuck up shut up I, I will cancel james Gunn at that point if they do lazarus pit i will be so pissed no yeah, lazarus pit is like one of the best like thing ever they did not. They, I don't know why. What I, 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 I know, I know. You, you, you think it's lazy. You don't like it. I, I know. It's, it's just fun. also extra work. It's like it's weird because like they had enough motivation in the like. Look at the Under the Red Hood movie, and I know that it's not canon anymore in the comics for whatever reason. Probably because they knew it was bad. But like the Under the Red Hood movie didn't even need it. Yeah, like, imagine we get an just, Under the Red Hood movie. I'm gonna flip my shit. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Without the Lazarus Pit, of course. With the Lazarus Pit. Anyway, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, This is going to be the first solo film of a Supergirl since, I don't know, the fucking 80s. So, (laughs) obviously, it's going to follow Superman's cousin, Kara Zor-El. The film is going to be based on Tom King's comic run uh, of the same name. Uh, James Gunn describes the film as a sci-fi epic and describes this version of Supergirl as much more hardcore. So. Yeah, jaded, right? Like, I'm excited. Um, I know a lot of people more used to are more used to her characterization in uh, the Supergirl show, where she's like a dumbass and like a sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's cute though. It's cute that she's kind of a dumbass. Like, I'm actually know, she's, like part of her character. You know, it's, it's like you know, I'm glad that we're getting you know these uh, you know the Superman and Supergirl movies. I'm just more interested in seeing who's going to be the villain of these like movies. Oh, I want to see Brainiac and Lex so bad. I want to see, dude. You want to know who I also want to see? I want to see. Um, what's his What's his name? Damn. Mr. Mind. 
No, no, no. His name starts with, starts with an A. Oh my god. Uh, Amazo? Yeah, yes. Him, Amazo. Oh. I want to see Amazo. I want to see Amazo. Amazo. Parasite yeah. would be cool. Parasite also. would be cool, yeah. Uh, one of the best episodes of the Superman animated series. I think Parasite. in the first outing in Superman Legacy, he should fight Doomsday. I think that's a very smart <laughs> idea. Absolutely. I think he yeah, should really. die in the in the second movie as well. Ooh, yeah, no, good, I, that's I, good. I really, I really want to see uh, him have a mullet and beard and a black suit. That that's would be great. Good. Eventually, that'd, that'd be incredible. Like imagine, like uh, imagine, like like however many years down the line we've like been with this character for so long, and the payoff for that would be incredible. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. I think this has the potential to just be so or much better than Marvel, or at least at very least in the most generous way, be the competition Marvel needs. It's like need it in my opinion right now, at least the quantity over quality stuff. I know a lot of people disagree, but I think there's some validity to that um, criticism. No comment. Well, I agree. Will. thanks Peyton. Me too. Will. Oh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Peyton, I'm Peyton, and I. Oh, why do I? Why do I gotta sound like that, man? Sorry, I think it's hot. Oh, never mind that. Next film, Swamp Thing. This is the next attempt to bring Alan Moore's Swamp Thing to the big screen. It is described as a uh, as a deeper dive into horror than any other DCU project. Yes, yes. And James Mangold is in talks to direct. I know know GDT is trying to throw us out into the ring. Um, I know he commented something on Twitter that kind of insinuated that he's interested, but either way, Guillermo del Toro or James Mangold, I'm fine with either one. Yes, yes, yes. More horror, more horror, please. I want it to be scary too, like scary, like. Oh my I, god, dude! Sounds like it's gonna be pretty brutal from the way it was like talked about. <clears throat> Man, that's crazy. Maybe we'll get full frontal nudity in the DCU. What? Yeah. Man, you're really into full frontal. I just think it's good. Fair enough. Torn, why do you want Swamp Thing so much? Why? What why do I want Swamp Thing? thing? Yeah. Well, well, now that you said that it's horror. I would like uh, I would like I would like that a lot. And man, I can't believe they're well, ripping off Marvel with Werewolf by Night. You hate to see. <laughs> and when, yeah, when I can't believe they're ripping off Multiverse of Madness. Exactly. And when um Will told me, like Will sent me a DM saying like it's gonna be directed by James Bangwell. I was like, Yes, that's great. And he also brought up a good point of having um Guillermo do it. But I feel like Guillermo would do Hmm. I feel like if you were to direct anything like, you know, DC, like, I don't know. I would like to see him. Uh, for some reason, I'm just thinking about him and Scarecrow for some reason. Dude, I'm thinking about Justice League Dark. I would love to see Guillermo. Justice League Dark would be Dead great, Man, too. Dead Man and Etrigan and, and Constantine. I'd love to see. And Zatanna. That. Yeah, absolutely. Del, Del Toro. Because, like. The, the thing is, and, 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 you know, he would bring a gentle, he would bring like a gentleness and nuance to Swamp Thing where it's, and I'm sure James would as well, but like Guillermo del Toro has, there's always wonder and like a slight bit of whimsy to his stuff, which is like, it's very beautiful. But, um, but, you know, I think, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd prefer it um, over James, over what James would do. Cause I know James has a very, particular 
sensibility um, when it comes to directing. Um, I, I feel like I feel like there'd be slightly more camp with Guillermo del Toro's, which is not something that's bad. I just think I think maybe we just need to go balls to the wall all the way, scary and like crazy, just to like solidify the fact like hey, like we're like really exploring the um, our 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 ability to be varied you know in the in the projects that were like allowing to happen but i don't know gdt should still be a part of the dcu somehow absolutely um but yeah so that's it for the movies but of course we got shows as well with the first one here is paradise lost uh, apparently a game of thrones inspired fantasy series set on themyscira before the birth of wonder woman the show will tell the origin of the amazon's all-female culture and society yeah, women. they fucking kill men. I hate women. Oh my God, I don't want to see that. It's escalated quickly. It sounds exciting. I'm just not a huge fan of um, like Game of Thrones style shows. But I, I will give it a shot. I'm very excited for for the DCU as a whole. Yeah, I mean, this is probably my least anticipated. Misogynist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just like you said, just Game of Thrones inspired. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that interested. But, you know, they could make it interesting. I don't know. Add some... Because I, I hear Paradise Lost, man. Game of Thrones inspired, sent on Themyscira without Wonder Woman, and I'm thinking everyone's just on horseback and shit. I don't know, some po- political shit. I don't know. Add some comic yeah, book element. I don't know. I trust James Gunn, ultimately. I just I just don't know what to expect, really. Because we, I, I just hope it's more interesting than the Themyscira we've been shown in the DCEU. Right. It's just that Themyscira never interested me. Like, like I, I, I do think that, like, in the Snyder Cut, I, I liked seeing, like, them and that scene was awesome and um but i just think that island looked boring maybe it'll be more like lush and and um asgard and hopefully no but like (laughs) how to put this i hope that they're not afraid to embrace the femininity um because that's that's a part of the the the, like that's one of the strengths of those you know characters is the femininity. And a lot of times male writers will just take it and be like, Oh no, we just like, we just want a badass woman. That means that she's just doing masculine things. Um, but they always just like, forget about femininity. generally, I don't think Patty Jenkins did. I'm just, I'm, I'm just keen to see what the mascara will look like. <clears throat> definitely. I'm, I'm definitely curious. I just, we just got to learn more about it, but, uh, there's uh, also, just- there's also Waller. Uh, a spinoff series following the mysterious schemes of Amanda Waller following the events of Peacemaker, but before the events of Peacemaker season two. Hmm. Not interested, really. Wow. Just not. Just Amanda Waller fucking up the government again. This is, this <laughs> is my this is my least favorite one. I mean, I, I am excited to see her be humanized because I know that's inevitably. I know I know that you know where with where her like daughter is and all that stuff. Like I know it's just gonna humanize her, but eh. It's just kind of confusing to me. Uh, Waller being a part of it. I mean, a James, it's at James' discretion um, at the end of the day, but I don't know. True. I mean, I also, I didn't think I'd give a fuck about Peacemaker. <laughs> uh, that's why, yeah, I, obviously, 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 we're all like open to any of these. It's just, yeah, it's just, it just like, it's like a remains to be seen sort of thing. Like on the surface, it's like, yeah, okay, it's an Amanda Waller series, but like, it could be 
because it's the, it's like it's not like the peacemaker scene was just peacemaker it was peacemaker is his fucking squad uh so yeah i mean it could it could be really interesting again i feel like what we've been getting with a lot of these dcu stuff already sets like a, a precedent and so this could be like way more comic booky than it sounds than just amanda waller doing some <laughs> doing some sus shit in within the government or you know what i mean and yeah, James Gunn loves yeah. his comic booky shit. So, I mean, Peacemaker was—I had no doubts about Peacemaker's show because Peacemaker was my favorite character in the Suicide Squad when that came out. I just wow. thought he—he he was my favorite. I didn't think he—I I just thought he was so douchey and crazy and awful. And I was like, I can't wait to see what happens with him. Also, he's just the most satisfyingly designed to me. I just think it's satisfying to look at him. Obviously, John Cena is hot, but. The way he fills out that suit. The suit, you know, was really good. Um, are you going to get get to the good show now? Like the really exciting one? <laughs> no. Uh, but the next one is Booster Gold. Yes. Uh, I'm very excited about this, but it's not the one that I'm most excited for. But I'm very excited about this. Uh, so the small screen introduction of the self-absorbed and time-traveling hero from the future, Michael Jan Carter, a.k.a. Booster Gold, first introduced to DC Comics by writer Dan Jurgens in 1986. The series is described to be a comedy, as Gunn describes the character like imposter syndrome as a superhero. So, of course, uh, this is just going to be a straight-up comedy. James Gunn special. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Um... I wonder if we're going to get Ted Cord also. <laughs> no. Blue Beetle. I'm sure I'm sure he'll show up in the show. Jason <laughs> no. Sudeikis has uh Ted Cord. Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Shut up. Booster Gold's going to be 15 years and, old. So. Andy Andy Samberg <laughs> yeah. as Booster Gold. Booster Gold Andy. I think Andy Samberg would be better plastic man. I think No, no, no. I don't exactly want I don't want Actually, you know what? Andy Samberg as Plastic Man would be good because he has that sass to him. Bro talk to fucking Superman. He has DSLs. Oh my goodness. It's true. Andy Samberg has DSLs for days. <laughs> oh fuck. Hot Rod is so funny though. I mean he he would be uh, Andy Samberg is he should be thrown back into the into the circle, the you know, the the, the pool of casting options. I don't really have a ton to say about Booster Gold, so <laughs> yeah, me, me neither. I'm I'm excited for yeah, I'm excited for one. But yeah, uh, next one is Creature Commandos. Uh, it's a team of military superhumans, including a vampire, werewolf, Frankenstein's monster, uh, and I think Weasel's in it too. Uh, oh my god! So Midnight Suns <laughs> who fight who <laughs> fight Nazis in World War Two. Uh, it'll You're be awesome. <laughs> Corey, you're so funny. Your, your your comedic timing is so funny, dude. I just think I I'm excited to see uh, the uh, Eric Frankenstein, and yeah, that, that sounds that sounds it, good. Uh, and it's gonna be the DCU's first animated series. Rick, Rick Flag's dad is gonna be in it as well. Um, oh my god! Don't no, but me. but is it Weasel's no, this dad is, though? I don't I don't know I, I but I know that this is coming out before Superman. <laughs> this comes out before Superman Legacy. That's what James said. Ew. Yeah. So I watch it then. So we'll see. <laughs> I I just I I'm very excited for it. I'm mainly excited because it's like like James also explicitly said he, he's like he's like we're gonna keep the actors across mm-hmm. animation, film, and games, which is so. That's just 
that's so awesome that that they're going to try their best to do all that and be that involved. It's like, you know, Star Wars, they are as involved as they can be, but they can't get Mark Hamill to do Luke. So they got Matt Mercer and he does a great job. But but you know what I mean? Like, it'll just be great. And also, he can't really do Luke anymore. That that version. Yeah, he can. Yeah, exactly. It, It, you know, so having this be planned like it is. You know, because because yes, yeah, Star Wars is great, and I know that they're modeling more after Star Wars. But like, they didn't have the foresight at the very beginning. You know what I mean? Um, and now some of it's working, but it didn't always work all the time. Like I know when the prequels came out, it was kind of rocky, and they had to make addendums and stuff. Um, I like the prequels without the Clone Wars, but that's neither here nor there. But like James is like, and and Peter are like, hey, you know, we are planning everything. This is how we're going to do it. We're setting the rules now and we're getting actors that we can grow with and that, and that are going to be contracted to do these games, whether those fuckers want to or not. Hell yeah. So exciting. So exciting. I want to see the Superman actor, whoever that is in a mocap suit. I want to see him naked. Of course you do. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Hopefully we see him in his underwear in the movie. Trunks, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely not underwear, just trunks. Anyway, the last uh, series, the one Will's very excited for. (laughs) Uh, Lanterns, a Green Lantern detective-like mystery uh, series following both Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. The uh, two titular heroes will investigate a mystery that will tie into the larger DCU, fuck me, DCU story seen in the films. The main inspiration for the series is said to be True Detective, with Lanterns aiming to be a huge HBO-quality event. This project has officially replaced the Green Lantern HBO show that was being developed by Greg Berlanti. I am so, so, so excited for this. This is like, this and Superman. Uh, like, true, dude, True Detective is, like, phenomenal. It's amazing. Um, um its tone is so interesting and, and just thinking, well, if this is the main inspiration to see a green lantern like that tonally um, with Hal and John, Hal and John, we don't have to pick one. We get both of them because yeah, that was a very smart decision to do both. both the goat. Yeah. It's very smart. And it's, and it's like, I mean, John and Hal are equally amazing. It's so hard for me to pick a favorite. Um, I just, I'm so fucking excited. I can't relate. I think it looks, I think it sounds horrible. Uh, Green Lantern was never really a good superhero. So yeah, this is a, this is a pass for me, but I kind of just hope Atrocitus um, shows up. No. Mid-Atrocitus? I need. Atrocitus is so cute. That's the cat. You mean Dexter? Dexter, sorry, Atrocitus has the cat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I want Dexter to show up. Fuck me. Well, De- Dexter's backstory is pretty sad. It is. It's very sad. Mark I, uh, Strong deserves another. Deserves <laughs> another chance as Sinestro. <laughs> he, Shut up. He was. He was perfectly cast, and the movie was horrible. He needs another chance. Shut up. I, I'm right. The, the mystery is going to lead into the parallax. <laughs> it's going to take over the world. Uh no, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, because True Detective is really like Lovecraftian. Like the way they uncover it, it's like, oh, it's like way bigger than they thought. And like, 
to think of like, oh, maybe the Green Lanterns, maybe like John and Hell aren't that far into their careers. And then this just like forces them out into the deep end. And maybe like the the cores are like there's corruption in them and they're treated more like actual cops. I I would I am so excited by this and all the potential. It's a really like like this is gonna the whole DCU is gonna totally hopefully successfully and for the better change people's perspectives on DC as a whole and these characters especially because we don't not many people have proper ideas of these characters in their heads um and like you know and not not everyone was um, like blessed enough to watch justice league unlimited you know so especially since it got taken off of fucking hbo max which is so fucking makes no sense like literally like one of the best things on there like the animated the anime the dcau like the good one not the one with like justice league dark apocalypse and all that stuff like the good one that's that's the blueprint right there. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm very excited for the Lantern series too. Um a fucking I just a detective show in fucking space with Green Lantern like hell yeah. Like I don't like I don't even need to see true detective to know that. That sounds fucking sick. <laughs> um but yeah. Torn, do you have anything to say about the Lantern show? I just can't wait to see John Stewart on screen. True. Like in live action as well too. I played by you. I, we were we were robbed from the Snyder uh, Cut one, so... Yep. Yeah, yeah he looked amazing, too. I, I remember the picture that came out. And was Zach like, Snyder like, shot that oh. in his in his freaking driveway. Yeah, I know. He's awesome. I, I know people hate him. People love him in an unhealthy amount. People also hate him for no fucking reason. Man, crazy. Not yeah, I, I can't wait for that. And i also been wanting to check out True Detective as well, so... You- Definitely should. I Torin, you After would love Andor it. and the fifteen other things you need to watch. No, yeah. True Detective is better than Andor. Well, yeah, but it it has three seasons though. Well, the, well, they're all different. So, so True Detective season one. Oh, so they're copying Fargo. And Matthew McConaughey is one of them. So copying Fargo. Matthew Ma- Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Rehearsal Ali. Uh, one more thing. Um, this is controversial. <laughs> uh, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Zachary Levi, and Ezra Miller uh, have the door open to reprise their roles in James Gunn's DCU. I just, I think that's more of a formality. I think so too. I feel like the Jason Momoa thing is especially confusing because clearly he's going to be in the DCU, DCU. They didn't specify what. They didn't say anything about Lobo. They didn't even tease no, anything wait. about Lobo. Jason Momoa. Actually, they said James that they're Gunn. gonna they're gonna work on Aquaman three. So, it's, but James Gunn no, also no, said no, that no. that one actor isn't gonna play two separate characters in the DCU. So, is it gonna be like an Elseworlds thing? And no, he's no, also James Lobo? said that James said James said Jason is interested in playing Aquaman, but he we know he loves Lobo, and he said that a week ago. But we also know he loves Lobo. He didn't. He didn't say anything else beyond that. And he also said that he's only playing that Jason is playing one character. He's not playing both. In regards to him specifically. So which so, is it? <laughs> so no. So that, that's the thing. He's, notice how it's only the characters who are either pretty much teased or confirmed for reshoots in the upcoming DCU movies, like the big ones, like Gal Gadot is a reshoot cameo or a cameo in Shazam, uh, rumored. Um, or or maybe are she in the flash or no? 
she might be. It, 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 I think she's cut, but uh, no one will really know until the film's out. So, like, but yeah, we know that I she hear, at least she did film a cameo for the Flash. Same yeah, because I hear. I think y'all talked about it last episode, like how there's like going to be multiple fake outs possibly in the Shazam, and then they're going to like do one big full reveal for Gal. Or did y'all not talk about that? Uh, like, no, we talked about how Gal Gadot might be in the trailer, the new trailer. Okay, but yeah, it's kind of just speculation, but it does look like her. <laughs> There's a scoop that's like, oh, they 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 they're gonna the movie like thinks that is trying to fake you out, like they're not gonna do a full reveal, like how in the first movie they didn't do a full reveal and then they do at the end and it's like a big payoff. But I think I think like it's only these actors who are either starring or like having major cameos um, as these major characters in the DCEU who are being mentioned here. So it's Flash, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam. And because and now those are the only people we're seeing anymore. No, notice how they didn't say that about Ben Affleck, even you know. But uh, but they have said that they're willing, they want to work with Ben uh, in a directorial position. Like Gunn mm-hmm. said that. Um, and I think I just think again, this is Warner kind of putting their reach and veto on Gunn here and saying, hey, like you just need to make sure that people see these movies first. You know, like, don't say this. Don't say they're not happening. Just whatever. Don't say if you don't want to say they are, that's fine. But just don't say they aren't, you know, and just kind of like make it vague, like keep people hyped. That's probably what he's like. Probably what he has to do. Yeah, because he's not he's he's not Kevin Feige. (laughs) Like he's the creative head, but he ain't Kevin Feige. He just can't. (laughs) There's still. He he has to keep things close to the chest, and he still has to like answer to business people. He doesn't have that kind of power yet. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I sure bet if he, I bet if he had his way, he'd be like, yeah, all this other, all this other shit doesn't matter. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I I don't think that if he had his way, he would he would you know because because like I I, I just can't imagine um why he would be so okay with it being kind of like half measure like. Um, which again, it's at his discretion and whatever he does, I'm going to just wait and see and just trust that he knows what he's doing. But, um, it is confusing. Like, I just think for the sake of everything or, or the, the audience is casual or not, just everything just to make it simpler. Just say, Hey, like it's brand new. All of it's new. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing's the same. Well, what's also exciting about this James Gunn DCU is because of who he is as a creative. He's very writer focused. And he said, I forgot if he said it in an interview or on Twitter, but he basically said that they will, they will not period go into production without a finished script. So they're not going to be like, just making a whole bunch of changes. And I imagine, uh, he's gonna, he's not going to be like, uh, he's not going to come in and be like, Ooh, change this, change this, change this. But he he's gonna at least see to that the that the creative decisions and the creative vision of whatever writer or director is actually seen, uh, because obviously he very much cares about that. So, and he also said that as a slight flex, but also accurate, <laughs> that this chapter one of the DCU is is a lot more planned out than phase one of the MCU. <laughs> Which yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. They also have the benefit. James has the benefit of being 
working on Marvel movies and working in the DCEU. So he understands like how those how that works. Yeah, he's and seen also, what to do and what not to do and the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They they have the benefit of that. That's why I think that they have such a clear it's a clear advantage um right now over over the quote unquote you know the competition everyone else in the scene. Yeah. So but that's the slate. Before we wrap up, I do have to ask both of you, what's your most anticipated project out of all these? Superman. <laughs> Superman. Just just cause I I like ah man, it's crazy. Like I know like there's like a bunch of memes about it, but it's like how you know, we we're getting like a Guardians and Ant Man three trilogy before Superman, but like I want a really good Superman adaptation. Not to say I didn't like you know Man of Steel or anything like that, but I feel like this Superman story could just be one of the best. Finally, like other than Superman seventy eight, the yeah, definitive better. the definitive Superman be movie. Like I, it really it could be better. Oh, absolutely. And, like, that's that, sure. You know, I mean, uh, All Star. Like, I. It's so crazy how I'm so happy that All Star Superman, um, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and Grant Morrison's Batman. Um, that those, those are three the stories. Blueprints that they're using. yeah, and that they're all se- like selling out. They're all the best sellers right mm-hmm. now. Well, yeah, and that's so many people reading them. Yeah, I was gonna get to that because my most anticipated is the Supergirl movie of which surprise the fuck out of me because the way that not only James Gunn described it, but also the comic that it's based on, which I haven't read, but I do know about, but now that it's sort of happening as a movie and James Gunn's talking about it. And now I'm like, I want to read this and it's fucking sold out. And I can't get it. <laughs> um, but it's, but that's, yeah, that Supergirl's my most anticipated. I think the way it's described, I think the way the direction that they're going, uh, with that version of Supergirl and that story, I think is going to be absolutely incredible. I'm super excited about that. I can't wait for everyone to call it woke. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait for it to, for everyone to call it woke. And then like, once it actually comes out, it's going to blow everyone away. I can't for people on Fox news to be like Supergirl. What's next? Batgirl. <laughs> you guys remember um, when, uh, when they made a uh, Superman son gay, and then on like Fox News or whatever, they're like, Clark Kent's supposed to be straight. He's supposed to be with Lois Lane. Yeah, <laughs> they're <idiots. laughs> Yeah, I, that was that pissed me off, but it was also not surprising. Like, like, I don't know, man. I am so excited for the just the super family love and, and the bat family love and the just it's I nice think to it's be great. it's nice to be optimistic about the DC universe for once. <laughs> Yeah, and, and there's so many people. I just hate that my corner of Twitter is like Bro, the that Snyder people are so vocal. The Snyder people, the Snyder people are so vocal about how much they hate James Gunn, how much they, how much they, you know, are not excited. I don't think there's in my circles anyone besides y'all who is excited like me. And I don't Get know off that what, side of Twitter. What, what, what are you? <laughs> are you in the hype side? I'm. Yeah, pretty much. I only follow Jalen. I don't know if y'all know who Jalen is, and I like is. him, but uh, you don't. No, he he's like positive, <clears throat> but yeah, no. I, I and and also Eunice is positive. Y'all know who Eunice is. Yeah, I don't follow. Yeah, but you, don't you don't follow. follow you don't follow you. You don't follow Eunice. No, he's the most based. He's I, literally. I, I, the I, most thought, I thought you. I thought you were following him all this time. Uh, I used to follow him on Instagram, and I had unfollowed him at some point. Why? 
Huh? He just, I don't know. He just started posting irrelevant shit that I didn't care about. And I was like, I don't No, dude, the irrelevant shit that I know the, to me, the irrelevant shit. Nothing against him. He's is, cool. I just, I just, I just hate his CW coverage because I hate the flash and arrow. That's boring. I don't know. Man. I, I like flash season, other stuff. flash season seven is one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. So flash season one is the best. Nah, man. It's season seven's peak. You're lying. Nah, Tor knows to speak. He loves Chillbane. Yeah, peak Chillbane's, shit. The, Chillbane's the best character I've ever seen. Chillbane Bro, his abs so are always out. It's great. <laughs> Chillbane is naked. Pretty much. Oh, my God. The anyway. strong. <laughs> the weak should fear the strong. Is that the show? No. Okay. Crazy how the most anticipated things were. They're both super people related. <laughs> it's because uh, we haven't really gotten like, any like good well, you, like Superman shit besides like Kingdom Come on the CW. Superman and Lois. And Superman and Lois. Yeah, like, like when, I mean, like I said, we haven't had that definitive version since the fucking seventies. It's fucking it's crazy depressing. when the C when the CW makes better Superman adaptations than the DCEU, man. Sad. It is just it. It's like what what universe do we live in where that happens? So. And when Supergirls <laughs> just put on the CW too, which I yeah, mean, people like that show. I haven't, I don't know. And the movie was you, horrible. And they, and then you. I bet executive use, use that movie as like, see female led movies. They just don't work. Is that the show? That is the show. Thank you everyone for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenger nerds on Twitter. That's A V E N G E nerds. All one word. If you want to follow any of us, you can reach me at it's Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach y'all? Just follow our social medias. We're posting more often. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. You can check the description. <laughs> That's too many letters it's to tr- say. It's true. You can check the description. Uh, we also we have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any, di- for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review, review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again also, for listening. What if you do? If you do check the description to see my account, it's right by the like button on YouTube. You just click that. That'd be good. Click the dislike button. No. You know, click do the what dislike you want. button and then comment how much you hate this. It's great for Show engagement. Show me your balls. Okay, Justin Roiland. Anyway, uh, thank you again for listening to Adventures Podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Later. Bye. <laughs>